Hello and welcome back to the Habs Puck Drop Podcast. This is the first intermission of Game 6 with fans in the building. Yeah, uh, it feels more like 25,000. Yeah, you can tell it made a difference right off the... Um, actually, you know, before we jump into anything, it was brought to our attention by listeners that there's been some audio issues with a few of the last episodes. We're working on that. We don't know if that's our end or the uh, the stream end, but basically we're hoping it'll be all clear. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that, that was an electric period. I mean, how many, how many chances in the first two minutes? Yeah, well, 15 shots in a period, you know, if we if we, if we make a 45-shot game, I mean, some of them are are bound to go in, especially with the chances. We've been getting a lot of look like the chances we got last game, so I think it's just a matter of time. Um, you know, I, I think I think where the fans are going to really come, come in isn't actually during the first period. I think it's going to come in more when we start a lull in the, in the middle of the second and, and early in the third. Um, that's what it's, you know, it's going to like be like a adrenaline for the guys. Definitely. Um, so one power play each, both seemingly active. Um, it looks like the rest are really going to be just letting the guys play tonight. There's been a couple of questionable things on both sides yeah. that, you know what, I'm, if they're not calling both, I'm happy to yeah. Uh, it looks spot on. Um, the, the big difference though, uh, Tatar out, like we were talking in the pregame, we were speculating. Evans in yeah. for him, no other lineup change, just inserting against that line. Um, test would suggest that it's a bad idea, but then when you watch, watch him play, Evans, yeah, it's great on that line. That's an energy line, that's a yeah. defensively sound line. I, and, I, and you know what, though? Like, if this game goes, goes to game seven and beyond, I think this is probably the best thing for Thomas Tatar when, when he's benched. He's you know, uh, you know, when you tell him that you know what he's doing isn't enough, he always comes back a hundred times hungrier. I would do that similarly with guys like Tafoli, but I just don't think they respond like Tatar does. Like Tatar, you know, consistently when you bench, comes back and scores. Yeah, Tatar's the kind of guy who can never get enough hockey. He's someone who plays hockey in the offseason. He he never never stops. stops. Um, But yeah, that was a a great period from the Habs. A couple of scares here and there, but overall, I mean, like we said, Kerry looks locked in. The defense looked like they're moving. Ben Sherrod is just sneaky offensive upside. Yeah, he's he made some great passes. He, he can skate more yeah. than we think. And I just loved to see him dumping Felino right off the first whistle there when uh, they got in price. Mm-hmm. You just you have to do that. And also, Gustafsson throwing some hits. Gustafsson throwing some hits and some plays. I mean, we're just we're breaking out well. We're passing well. This is the energy level. If we can maintain this, yeah. this is going to be a... You know, deal for one those. criticism I, I need to bring up is Caulfield needs to be, to be a little careful passing that point. Yeah. There's been two plays now where it's led to, to a two-on uh, just from him holding on to the puck a little bit too long, but I'm sure he's being told that in the locker room and I mean, resolved. I maintain his stick stick is still too short because we've, we've seen it two or three times waves over the puck. Yeah, I but see that with a guy like that, it's similar with Gallagher where like, you know, the, the you know, there's upside to them besides their goal scoring, but like 95% of the reason why these guys on your yeah. team is to, to score. And if like, you know, their specific stick length is going to facilitate that with, with a little bit of downside in their defensive play, I'm okay. I'd rather I mean, not do when he's carrying it. the puck. No, I know what I'm saying. Like, if that stick length, like, makes his, his shot better and he finds makes his shot better, then, like, I don't want to change. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. it's the one like, thing Gallagher I Gallagher has a very short yeah, stick. Yeah. It's the one thing I just consistently notice with Caulfield is that he, you know, when he skates puck, it seems to leave his stick. And that might might also just be others. I mean, I can only imagine, like, the, the adrenaline kick that he's on and what's going through his, what's going, you know, through his heart, basically. Yeah. Because uh, imagine stepping on that ice at that point. You know, to hear the carry, carry chants yeah, at the end, nice. it just... 
It feels it feels like playoff hockey. It feels right. I think there's going to be a fight tonight. I think there's going to be a fight, and I'll say it again. And I just I think these fans are going to be most useful. You know, we're all flying at the beginning of the game. We're always flying in the first period. I think it's when we have this, you know, almost inevitable second period lull that we've been seeing over the past five games with the Adians. I think that's where the fans are going to really, really pick it up. They're, the fans won't have it, and basically it'll spark the guys to get moving again. Yeah, that, that works for me. So uh, I'll jump back in and catch you guys to the second. All right, we are back after two, and uh, that was a lot of a lot like period one. You know, we... Uh, had a bit of a lull coming out, right out right out of the there. I think Toronto maybe had a good speaking to in the locker room, but the fans kind of going on again. And then we had that like two, two three minute period it seemed where we had basically chance after chance after chance. Um, yeah, the the goal going in to come. You can see how badly they wanted. Toronto's just is not there. Amp the pressure up in the third period. Um, the only criticism I'm gonna take take out. I wanted to mention this. Toffoli needs to move his feet. When the puck comes near him, he's always reaching out with his arms. It's like he needs to really lead. And I find we need to make more split decisions a little bit faster. When Anderson bubbled that puck there, he was skating before he had the puck. When Toffoli came three on two, he got caught from behind because he was holding too long. All in all, though, pressure is phenomenal. Yeah. The fans are electric. Like, let's get, a, let's get a goal or two and just close this one out. Yeah, I think, uh, you know... Going back to, back to game one, our, our criticism of Tolte has basically been static. I mean, you know, he just looks like he's not pumping his legs, and uh, he's slowing that line down on time. Um, you know, Gallagher looks like he's, he's going to get one tonight. He looks hung as hell. Dano's looking great. Yeah, he keeps uh, Evans, winning face-offs. Yeah, yeah, Evans on line is great, too. Yeah, very good really energy moving, there. And, uh, you, know, you know, all lines seem to be, like, uh, firing on all cylinders, and the yeah. defense are really notable. Yeah, it's nice to see the defense are kind of jumping up. Petrie, Gustafsson, Sherrod, Weber, Edmund, they're all playing. We're mostly limiting ourselves. The most the most defenseman is Kulak. Yeah. Which, which is, is a yeah. great thing. And, uh, you know, we're really limiting ourselves right now. You know, missed an open net, hit the, hit the crossbar. Yeah. Left, you know, it doesn't really point to Amble having insane night. It more points to us just balling the puck a little bit. We got to just, you know, keep the energy up. I wouldn't even say settle down. Like, like just pumping it in and get those greasy goals out in front. Uh, and, bound a and just keep in. pissing off because, you know, we've seen from the first two periods... Calls like, like uh, hooking and calls like lady men aren't getting called. They're letting the guys play. Interference, even. Interference. And so you really got to get a blatant call. The more intense you play, the, the worse they're going to yeah. respond. So we're going to get a lot of, you know, that's what, yeah, I think that's what Gallagher is going to get most of. Is he's going to get absolutely punished in front of the net, yeah. but he's going to draw some pennies. Yeah, hit Campbell's glove a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, play, do all the little things that are kind of inside and outside yeah. of the rule book. And we keep, you know, we keep. Pressuring those D like with this crazy vortex that we're using, they're gonna you know shoot it out. out yeah, of and then they're gonna kill. At least the very least, turn it over. Yeah, so uh, I have good hopes going to third. But again, we gotta get some goals on the board because it's still zero zero. So yeah. you, you know, gotta yeah. Just pull the, that the worst thing that can happen right now is you know you know they get a bounce and kind of like that second Muslim goal last game where yeah, it was just or like basically the entire Philly series last year. Yeah, like you know a deflection where, where you're talking about like uh, basically the end of the puck under. Price's pads gets deflected in there. That could, you know, take the wind, wind out of our sails a little bit. So yeah. let's get on the board quickly. I'd like one, you know, super, super early. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we'll catch you guys after the game. Hopefully, we have good news. All oh. right, we're here after three pre overtime. Um, well, very quick one here, just because yeah. I, 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 I don't want to miss a minute. But yeah, two great power play goals. Everything's exciting. 
you get one crappy one from Zeta, and then I I got both went off Petri. We're not we're not gonna talk about it until after the game, regardless of what happens. But Anderson like get some energy going. Yeah, he's, he's playing like he's dead. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on with him, but you know, hopefully in overtime we see something similar to yesterday. You know, I I think the Leafs are very conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they don't want to repeat of yesterday, so um, I think you know, I think we're gonna see. A, you know, I don't want to call anything right now. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't call you know, anything. But, but just go watch the game, and yeah. we'll tell t- you guys after. The yeah. Game. Oh my God! They did it again. They did it again. They did it again. I can't believe it. I'm like, uh, you know, I was one minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had about yeah. one minute left before I passed out. Yeah, yeah. I read as a tomato in the face. Yeah, and I I cannot believe the resiliency we just watched because hey. they they played poorly in overtime. Yeah, very poorly. In overtime. But this is the thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> My God! All right. So first, first, uh, three stars of the game. Uh, you know, Molson export obviously had their own. The score has Carey Price number one. I think he des- deserves that. Yeah, you don't say. Uh, he went out of the forty-three. You know, number two they got Campbell. I'd I'd throw Kotkaniemi there. I, mean, I wouldn't I can't say even... Campbell particular. No, no, Campbell was a nine hundred. I mean, we didn't. You know, we he had some big saves early on yeah, in the game. Yeah, but a nine hundred goalie isn't a three star. No, game. yeah. That's so you know, even Carey average. Price being you know close to a nine sixty there. I mean, and like nine sixty on. Basically, all, all slot loved shots. Like, yeah, they were just he, insane. He, he made so many, like, high-scoring chance like, saves on high-caliber players. Yeah, like, this is the number one offense in the league, and he saved 41 shots. That's insanity. Yeah. Well, this is exactly this is why you want someone like Carey Price on your team. The regular <sighs> season doesn't matter. Get him Bullies to the playoffs. Bullies, in general, cannot play in this kind of environment. Like, it's so stressful. Like, I can barely sit down on a couch. Can I know. Imagine I, know standing like he, I feel like he almost, like, like gets more relaxed when he's in there. Yeah, it's insane. Just incredible. I mean, you know, I couldn't be happier for a guy. Yeah, they, Third goal this, this uh, in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Like, you know, and he Isn't missed that, the game. Doesn't that tie his season? Um, Did he have any three goals? I think he had three, four, yeah. Hold on. He had five, five goals in the regular season. Okay, five goals. Yeah, but in he's 50, played. He had, he had five goals in fifty-six games. And how many games? What can he have? He's played five games here. Yeah, so three goals in five yeah. games. This guy is such a playoff performer. My my God! So let's, let's, let's do this. Let's start with the things we want to criticize a little bit, just yeah. so because we're so, gonna get caught, 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 caught here. Okay. Yeah. I know who you want to lay into a little bit, so I'm gonna take a different guy who, in my opinion, deserves equal criticism right now. Right now. Okay. He got goal tonight, but Tyler Foley is driving like off the wall. Right yeah. Now, okay. Like, the guy's got to pump his pump his legs. He's, he's reaching for pucks. It, it. He's honestly like right now he's a liability. Well, that's it. If to if to Tars getting, getting punched for his play, it's equally poor with Foley. Because at least with Tar right now, like the guy's back checking, so it's like it's a different thing. Thing. Yeah. yeah Swap them for each other tomorrow. It, yeah, he's uh, you know he's not producing as much offensively. At least the guy is not a liability defensively. Foley, who's you know historically fantastic on the penalty kill. Yeah. It's just he's gassed. He's not getting hard. It's, it's almost it's like, not a skill issue. Yeah. Look. Like he's just constantly gassed and i'm happy he got the goal so hopefully that gets him going 
But like he's got to figure out like anything, anything else for the rest of the game. It's it's his it's his, it's five on five. It's, it's just absolutely brutal. And you know Gallagher, even though he didn't get a goal tonight, like I can consider this monkey off the back. Yeah, he played he, fantastic. He played it so well. He I must mean, have he like five shots. He must have like five shots. But more importantly, he was crashing the net. You know, getting up into Campbell's face, hitting it with love. Uh, you know, trying to tackle Zach Bogosian. Yeah. All those things bring the guys up and uh And know. were they riled? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, what's next for you? Uh yeah, I mean it's the obvious candidate who has like better, it's Carrie Price. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh I'm actually I there's two that I think I want to talk about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the forwards let's for now. Do, let's get two we'll, we'll do two each. Yeah, okay. I think there's four definitely that we need to be uh Josh Anderson. Yeah. I need I just need so much more from him. Like I'm not talking about his cap hit, I'm not talking about how we've committed to him. I'm saying like in this series he's had one incredible rebel game, and then he's gone completely silent. Like, just he's moving slowly, he's reaching for pucks. He was the big issue on the tying, tying goal, mm. and I just need to see him with like a little more like vigor. Yeah, you know, just play some playoff hockey, throw some hits, take take hard shots, like drive. You know, when he like drives to the net, he was getting around by Marner. You know, it's one of those things like we commented on Petrie the other the other day, and it's like I almost hope it's a he's injured kind of thing because yeah. like. Like, no. I, I want guys that, you know, play, play play this big game in the regular season and then, you know, just all of a sudden dark in the playoffs because, what, like, I prefer guys that caught Well, yeah. Like, you know what, I at least, you know, I can, you know, at least it's, uh, you know, you're getting more in the play playoffs instead of being basically like roll the dice because... Yeah. You know, it's, it's the weirdest thing to be because of, honestly, our entire roster, I thought Josh Anderson would be the most intense in the playoffs. I thought Josh Anderson was going to be the factor. He yeah. was the X factor against the Leafs the entire st uh, regular season. He's the one thing they don't have, which is like, the closest thing they have to Josh Anderson is Zach Hyman. Yeah. And, like, he's not Josh Anderson. Yeah. It's very, very different. Um, the main worry, too, for me is with Anderson is that, uh, you know, I'm not looking towards... Uh, you know, I, we're focused on game seven. Yeah, there's nothing okay. else. There, there's nothing else. But I and things, nothing's guaranteed. But my my problem was, let's say round one was against any other team in the, in the north. Josh Anderson would be less valuable than he is against the Leafs because yep. every other team in the north is, is uh, more physical than Toronto. Toronto is like one of the least physical teams in the league. They have some of the lowest hits uh, per game. Um, so like you, you'd expect a guy who plays with the intensity of Josh Anderson to kind of step up like Ben Sherratt has, and like Ben Sherratt is like bringing the physicality that hit that KK to the Leafs, and like that's you know that you, you got to use what you're good at at the team that you know doesn't play that style of hockey. But Josh Anderson seems to just to just be struggling. And, you know, let's say we played Winnipeg instead of Toronto. All of a sudden, Josh Anderson's not so special. They got a lot of guys like that. They yeah, got. Yeah. got you know, they got Josh Anderson on steroids with Blake Wheeler. Yeah. And, you know, it's a uh, it's a whole whole game, and all of a sudden, you know, you're not pushing around. You know, uh, we'll see Austin Matthews. It's Mark Shifley. Yeah. He's like a like a pit bull. You know, it's, it's a whole whole different scenario. Pit bull. Exactly. <laughs> it's um you know it's uh, even Nikolai Ehlers. Well, Ehlers. Like that guy's yeah. that guy's like a. Like but he's a, lightning quick. He's six foot two. And he doesn't take shit either. Like, no. like, you know, so it's uh you know, and then you pure Luke Dubois and like. You know, I, I I'm I'm worried. You know, I'm worried about him just because you know his contract isn't insignificant, and I don't want a regular season performer. Like at least with Toffoli, I'm you know you know terrified with his play. Mm -hmm. uh, but at least he scored tonight. But the one thing I will give Anderson is at least he's back checking. Yes, yeah, so Toffoli is his his back check is when he's putting his speed and on display. Toffoli, 
uh, you know, Addison's backchecking at least, but Toffoli isn't backchecking on a line with weak def- weekly def- weak defensive players. Yeah. Like, so, so, like, you I have mean, to backcheck if you're playing, playing with Cole Well, that, that's it. And, like, I'm saying, like, it. I the big thing for me, and this like, is... Toffoli's on Nylander. Yeah. When when you glide to bench for a change, like, I that, that that is my number one pet peeve in hockey by far. Yeah. When a guy glides to the bench, I know you're tired... You're, you're screwing the down. team. You're about to go, go sit down. Push yeah. You're a professional athlete. Yeah. You can skate for another set. You just did 30 seconds of, of cardio. Yeah. yeah. Like, just pump your legs. Yeah. But yeah, I'm uh, into... Who else did I want to talk about here? Um, I wanted to talk... I, 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 another guy, uh, we'll go into E, I guess. But, um, yeah. Petrie? Yeah, I wanted to, to mention Petrie. Two goals tonight. No, yeah, nothing. You know, he had a good game. Offensively, he had a good game. He was carrying the puck well. Um, I, I noticed this on the power play. Like, uh, I mean, five on three, three is comfortable for everybody, but five on three is, is Petrie's game. Like, mm-hmm. enough ice for him to really just, just do his thing. Um, but you know what? Like, he's either to get out of the way of the shot or commit to a block. It's, yeah. The it's, guy is waiting to call to be standing up and turning his body, like, back to the shot. Yeah, it's always hitting his toe. Because it means both those goals were tipped off of Petrie's game. Yeah, and it's if it's hitting, hitting skate, like, I mean, since he's, he's not really in front of it, he's kind of sticking his leg out. So it's, and it's just uh, like, let Carey Price see the puck. So it's, so it's like, Petrie, either put your put, put your knee down on the ice or get, get the hell out of the way. One yeah. of the, because if, if you get the hell out of the way, Price has definitely got that shot. And if you put your knee down, you're blocking it. So choose one, but don't stand up like a buffoon and start tipping it to the shelf every time. His, his tips are like, like, uh, like, like Joe Pavelski. Like, yeah, exactly. Pavelski, nine degree redirect. Like it, it's yeah. like it's insane. They, they should put him in front of the net on the power. They're play. about like an inch off the ice, then all of a sudden it's going top shelf on. You know what I mean? He should like, be on on our power play. He should be in front of the net. Yeah. He can redirect everything. But, uh, okay, so let's go to. I don't know if there's a fourth player. No, I think that's me. basically. Yeah. Let me just think for a second. Uh, Number one guy breaking out tonight. Our defensive zones, Brett. Absolutely. Yeah, I he just broke out like him and Gustafsson are literally the breakout line. Yeah, yeah, which is as soon as they get the puck, it's out. It's, 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 I don't know if it's a combination of the team of the lines they're, they're playing. Like maybe because that um, you know, that Byron line is you know, it's breaking out. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that, but they're just getting it out of the corners, which I'm like liking. Yeah, no, that it's just the, there's not much in terms of. Uh... Any problems that I had on these, I do. I would like to see some intense honorable mentions. Let's just go to honorable mentions. Uh, played well. Yeah. yeah. So like not the the obvious ones, like not the cocking enemies. Yeah. I think Perry had an underrated yeah, game. Gonna... I think Stall had an underrated game yeah. as well. He had a few good chances. Um, God, God, I still Sherrod, man. He he played a monster game. Like he's just someone who comes to play every time in the playoffs. Like, we, yeah. We, looking, we, looking we stole. Here. We stole a player from Peg. Yeah, so like, Ben Sherratt had seven hits tonight. Led the team. team. Uh, that's and they were big hits. Yeah, big. That And second, we had Petrie and Evans. Okay, yeah. Evans played great. And Gallagher tied. Yeah, Evans did great with that uh, increased role he was given. I was a little nervous, just like the, the, the jump from being on the bench to being on the first line, but... He stepped up. I mean, everyone just stepped up. That's, that's what it comes down to. So, yeah, yeah. Um, they, you know, they really, um, you know, kept, um, you know, the Gustafson. You know, this was clearly a one-two punch on defense because, like, try guess the Black uh, and Gustafson. I have no idea. Like, just throw around. Like, how much would you think? Fifteen minutes. Nah, six. Six, six, six minutes total. Six minutes. Nice. In an overtime. Yeah. 
Holy so that you know shit. that means that you know you really gotta rely on PT Tree Weber, which like, I understand, but, but you know, it probably explains why I was cool at Gustafson so much, just because when they were out, were out, out, these guys had like a you know a five minute break on there, they're flying. Yeah. So you know maybe, maybe that is a good you know uh, you know utility of them, especially you know Gustafson is definitely a liability defensively. I mean he had a few good good games, but you know just throughout his career he's not a guy that's gonna no, walk he's not a down. But, but yeah. honestly, just overall. I just, this team can finish. They can finish. But it's just, just, like, just they need to. They need to be aggressive. Like at overtime, really, like, like statistically, should not have gone that way. Yeah, no, because they had you know we were out about twelve two in overtime. Exactly. And, and the thing is, is you know without Carey Price, that would have been over real quick. Quick. Yeah, and you know what though, it proves that Campbell's also so human. He makes a lot of errors, like a lot. And if you pressure him, much like the rest of the Toronto Maple Leafs, they panic. So whenever we get passive, that's when they score. Yeah. So Keys' first game is just intensity through the roof. Um, you know, you know, going back to, to Toronto, they don't have, they don't have any fans. Um, you know, I it really said a lot to me when I saw Matthews' reaction to the goal. It was it, like, here go again. It was, yeah, it wasn't even like a, like... Almost, mo- he didn't get motivated. Like, here we go, go game seven. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this myself, kind of thing. It was like he grabbed his helmet, put his head down, being like, he almost like he knows, knows it's over. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know what? You no, know, if there's at, at least one person that we got into their head tonight besides Austin Matthews, I think we've honestly crushed the soul of Mitch Marner. Absolutely, like, he's absolutely crushed. Like first, first penalty, uh, we ended up scoring on, and then two, two just just act that like. The guy could not get a thing on Gary Price if no. his life depended on it. I don't know what it is. Like, Price must have watched tape or something like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, Arner and Matthews just cannot get anything going. And we're like, also um, abusing them, which is, like... Dano, Dano is a big part of that. Term, Dano's right? frustrating so, like, the center dog. Well, Dano, Matthews got uh, upended at one point when he got too, too close to Gary Price. Yeah. Or threw him on his ass, and it was just, it was great to see. Yeah, yeah so Dano tonight in the face-offs against Matthews... Is thirty for seventeen. Yeah, that's so it's, what is that? exactly it. That's that's really good. Good. <laughs> that's seventy six percent. Yeah, yeah. So like, so that's a big, big, big part of it too. Um, but you know what? Like, go, going to game seven, um, you nothing know, matters anymore. Nothing matters. matters. We did exactly what we do. We took our job one game at a time. And all we know now is that we are on a. Uh, Two game wins and streak, yeah. and we, we are going with, with a team that has chokes. Yeah, and it's just time to bring the heat now. Like yeah. really play play like you did in the first and second tonight, and you're 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 going to Winnipeg. Yeah. So pre pre game, um, we're obviously gonna have our normal normal pre game on Monday once we hear more news about what's going on. I I feel like we're gonna hear about some injuries. Mm-hmm. Perry went to the locker room at the very end there. Yeah. Um, so he was back, which was okay. I know he two, yeah, he, he played in overtime, but he okay. took two putts off the hand, just blocking it. But, like, like yeah, but it just yeah, some, I feel like something come up. But yeah. either way, we got back a Lekin in there. Lekin is just, like, you know, chewing, uh, chewing at the bit there just yeah. to jump back in. And, you know, that's a guy that, like, uh, you know, I don't want to change anything really. Like, if I had to change something, like, like Len's a g- guy I want in game seven, you know? But yeah, so pre pre game, the thing is, is we have to talk, talk with guys about, like, you know, Carrie Price is definitely that X factor, but like, to ask him to do that again is like, you, you know, every few games you get that from Carrie Price in the playoffs. Like, 
the chance that the Leafs were getting tonight and were just absolutely met with a brick wall, um, you know, it's a lot of And how you fix it is you, you keep the intensity up throughout the game and, um, you know, you stop these ridiculous slot shots. It's, we let them walk in sometimes to the bottom of the circle and, and uh, you know, that's got to stop. I don't know how that how that works because, you know, we need our, our wing back check and get deep in our zone to get the puck. And that kind of leaves guys available to, yeah. to walk into the slot, but we got to figure that out. But, um, you know, we a lot of guys do for goals, which is a good thing. I mean, Toronto does too, obviously, with Matthews. I mean, that guy's due for, like, 10 goals at this point. But uh, Gallagher, you know, Anderson. So, you know, I, I'm feeling it. Yeah, nothing nothing else to add there. Let's just enjoy this and get refocused for, for Monday. Yeah, so, uh, catch you guys in the pregame on Monday afternoon. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time.